Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, fellow professional organizer Sabrina Coroli of Sabrina's Organizing shares how we can organize our hobby supplies. And I will also be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, as well as my book suggestion for the week. And of course, for those of you who have not registered for the webinar, I will be sharing those details as well. My question for the week is, is your hobby or craft supplies to organize? Or are they just scattered all over the place because you're a creator mind? Well, according to one word and upward A new survey of the craft industry shows that people spend a lot of their time on their craft activities. Half report spending 5 to 20 hours per week on craft projects. Another 40% spend 20 or more hours per week on craft. And only about 10% spend less than 5 hours a week making things, which is why I wanted Sabrina to come on and share with us her expertise. Sabrina started organizing in 1994. She worked with clients in several areas from organizing the client's homes to his or her personal professional life. Then in 2007, she established a new administrative service business solely for small business owners. After 24 years of working in the organizing industry, she still loves it. She enjoys creating systems for clients and watching and helping them make their home and office a more relaxed environment. It is quite a transformation. So now I'd like to share with you my interview with Sabrina. Well, hello, listeners. Um, And today I'm excited because I have another professional organizing, a fellow organizer joining me. And because it's Hobby Month, I really wanted someone to come on and just share with us some strategies on how to organize all the stuff we use to create things. So today I have Sabrina Caroli with me, and I'm excited to talk to her. So welcome, Sabrina. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited about this conversation. It's one of my favorites. I am too. So before we get into the strategies on how to organize all the creative stuff, what made you decide to become a professional organizer? Um, This is going back many, many years because I've been organizing since the early 90s. And um, what I loved about organizing was the process of watching a person evolve into a different person while going through this process, but being able to see it hands-on, like right there and watching this mood and attitude and happiness come forward. So it was very, it was a very much for me observing how people can change. So for me, organizing was all about behavior and how I was able to assist them to move in the direction they wanted to be in. And I think that that to me, every time I organize, I get this high from it. You know, that's like, yeah, (laughs) I got them to help themselves, which is just so powerful. Uh, That's, that's my main reason why I do this. 
Um, and it's, it, it really does to this day, every time I work with someone and I watch them evolve, it's just, it's, it's, I can't even put into words how it, it impacts me as a person. It's not like, it's not like an ego thing. It's more about people can change. They want to change. And it's always a nice, uh, affirmation of that. And so for me, that's the big reason why I do this the way I do it, you know, but, um, it, it is, it's, it's really powerful for me in the process. It's not just the client who gets stuff from it. It's definitely, I definitely get a lot from it myself. So it's really nice. And I, and I understand, I really do understand because yesterday I worked with a woman and we were cleaning out her storage unit. She has two. Her goal by the end of the year is to get down to one. And just seeing those four empty boxes, she's like, oh my goodness, because we emptied about six total. She was like, mm-hmm. I don't believe this. I said, yeah, it was just a matter of you deciding, you know, what you wanted to let go of. But just seeing, like you said, it's a high because I got, I got excited. I'm like, yes, we mm-hmm. did it. We did it. So mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that, you know, people who are creative, what are some of the challenges you see when they are um, just trying to stay organized and, but also be creative as well? Um, Being a creative, I've worked with a lot of creative people and found that there's one thing in common when it comes to that. They do not do things in a linear fashion. So they tend to jump around because that's how their mind works. So what I'd have to do is kind of reel them in a little bit to get them in a position where they can say, I can remember this linear process. It's um, Each person was different, but when it came down to it, the people that I worked with, a lot of them had that similarity where they they wanted to throw in some creativity in their organizing process, which is totally, that's acceptable, that you don't have to be one plus one equals two type thing. Um, But what I had to have them do and say, what would make you remember where these things go? Um, So it was more about using their creativity and then switching it to what would make them remember this goes here and um, this goes there. And it, it was a very much a um, unique for every individual. Um, each, I can't even say one was the same for the next person. It was, but they all had that similarity when it came to being a creative and having to get their space organized. Um, so for me, I found that that was the most important thing for them. Um, I had to sit there and say, okay, since I am creative as well as an organizer, and I also have that linear side where I can, you know, I had to learn that myself. So to be able to, um, I guess, show them how I did it, that maybe they could pull something from that and then make it their own. Um, And a lot of times it was, it could have been to the point where they just wanted labels written in a, you know, on their graph like on their computer, a decorative way. And that just made them realize, okay, that's what I want to do. Or they sorted their papers in a particular color scheme because that gives them that organization that they need, but still allows them to be creative in 
visual because a lot of creatives are visual. So you, you had to, you know, you, you kind of played with how they would want to progress this process because you couldn't do everything in the same manner. So it was, it was definitely a creative, um, a creative organizing way, I guess you could say. And that is true. And that is true. Yeah. Because I, I work with someone and actually it was my best friend. And the one thing I found with her was she was okay with systems, but she wanted color. She's just, mm-hmm. I want to be surrounded by color. So mm-hmm. I had to make sure those pops of pink and maybe some <laughs> textures were in there. And then she was fine with it because I think for her, because that room before I got tackled, it was just a, a junk room full of stuff. But mm-hmm. she was like, oh, this is my place. This is my space. <laughs> so what yeah, are some tips and strategies for people who are creative and of course you know with them and hobby month and you know DIYers they have a lot of stuff what are some things that they can do to organize the stuff and still feel like they're maintaining their creativity yes um there's a couple of areas there's two areas that I found what were it's important for these people who are DIYers and who creatives who have hobbies that they like to do and that are craft related Um, first they have to have the right area so for example you can't have a person who's sews or does quilting on a wobbly table or not near an outlet there has to be some area where they're, I mean, if you've ever sewn on a wobbly table, it is the most <laughs> sad and, you know, very unhappy thing to do. And um, so there are certain areas you have to think, okay, is this the right place for me? First off, uh, some people just throw their stuff in a closet and then have to pull everything out. Um, that alone that process of doing that, they're not going to do their favorite hobby because they now have to have another step and pull everything out. Um, If they choose a great spot, like for me, I actually have an armoire that I transformed into a scrapbooking and crafting station. So it's just upright standing armoire, two big doors. I put a shelf in there. I have different um, bins for paper and things like that. And I have a surface to do my scrapbooking. Mm. Um, You need to have the right space for you. And it has to be inviting. So for, for a person who's starting out or has all this stuff scattered around the house, which a lot of people do, they just tend to move them in different areas because they don't have the space. Um, repurposing a piece of furniture that they don't use or a cabinet that maybe they're not using in their bedroom anymore and they decide, okay, I'm going to move it to the living room or the family room and I'm going to have all my stuff organized in there. It's a really important um, step that I think a lot of people, yeah, you can organize all the little stuff and everything, but unless you have the right space and you feel happy about it, that is the most important. Mm. And you know, yeah, and I like what you said about repurposing because I love repurposing things and furniture. Um, mm-hmm. And and like you said, and you know, and you made some really good points. 
the wobbly table and, <laughs> and the outlets. But sometimes we don't yeah. think about that when we're setting everything up. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, you may need two and three outlets because you have your equipment and your machines. So that right. those were some really great strategies. So yeah. Sabrina, uh-huh. before we close this interview, how do you stay organized? Because you are a professional organizer. You work with clients. You've got your family. You know, right. it's January and all us organizers, we are just holding on and going from one project <laughs> to the next. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, I get how, it. so how do you like balance all of it? You know, how you stay organized um, and just manage your time? Yeah, for me, it's my paper planner is... If I write it down or if I have a to-do list, it is, that's where I go. I make sure that I don't have to think about what the next thing is. Like I want it to be written out. So what I like to do is use my paper planner the night before the week starts or whatever, make sure everything in there that's kind of, you know, just out of my brain, put down on the days I need to do it and things like that and really keep my planner as uh, like, I don't have to think about it. It's more about, okay, this is what I need to do next. And then I have a checkbox and I just check them off as I go. It's not that I do it in a particular order. It's more about doing it more like if it jumps around, it jumps around. I, I don't really mind that in my planner to, you know, okay, well, maybe I'll do this project next and then I'll go back to this one. That doesn't bother me. But as long as by the end of the day, all my checkboxes are checked off. I'm good to go. I, it's, it's really, especially this time of year for organizers, January is like from January 1st to the end of the month, we're sitting there going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And then you're trying to motivate other people and then you have to <laughs> motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. We're doing the double, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year by, by, by February, when we actually stop a little mm-hmm. bit, we go, mm-hmm. where did the month go? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think for me, it's planning, it's checklists, it's um, doing my uh, my planner just for the week, you know, and, and things like that. It, it really does help. Um, I found that if I start, like, especially for an organizer, if I start in December for projects and things like that in January, I'm not thinking, oh, I have to do this project or I have to do this or creating something in January when I'm in the midst of all of the, you know, crazies that happen every day because, you know, sharing, inspiring, writing posts, things like that, um, and working with clients and everything. So uh, it's nice to be able to plan. And I, I am a big planner. I find that planning, if I don't do it, uh, it does handicap me because I, the stress just overwhelms me. So uh, planning has been really helpful for me. Um, and that's basically how I keep on top of stuff <laughs> as best <laughs> as I can. You know, you have to prioritize, but you know, it, the most important stuff do, do get done. And that's what I, that's what I look for. And I think that, and that is a great, great tip is especially for people who are creatives, because I have a friend who, around the holiday loves to bake things for people and give them as gifts. And unfortunately this past holiday, you know, because of scheduling and things, she wasn't able to do it and she was really beating herself up. And I says, next time plan. I know you like to bake. And I said, but you need to plan a little bit far in advance 
maybe get all the things you need for the plant, you know, for whatever you're going to bake. Make sure you have all your bowls, your molds, whatever you use. Because she started talking molds and this. I said, just have all of that stuff. So when you have that moment, whether it's before Thanksgiving or before Christmas and you start baking, you will have everything. So you, that'll be, I said, and you're not running around the week of trying to when it's already hectic. So that is a great strategy. And I hope all of you listeners remember that plan. Sabrina said plan. (laughs) So Sabrina, you've given so many wonderful tips, strategies. I enjoy following you on Instagram. So how can the listeners connect with you? Um, You can, I'm, my lifeline is my website. So if you want to visit sabrinasorganizing.com and uh, contact me there, I'm, you know, I post three times a week. I do also do quick recipes for people who are looking for time management when it comes to their meals. And um, I do a lot of DIY hands-on projects as well, uh, particularly in the organizing area. So the products are always organizing related. Um, And then I have my home organizing tips and uh, challenges and things like that. And they can uh, come along. We have right now running a um, ebook for our weekly organizing challenges that's free that if people sign up, they can join that. And as well as within that email, you can also join our Facebook group. Um, and we all support each other there to you know, get organized and do it a little bit each week for the entire year. So thank you so much for your, for your time and inviting me to do this interview. And thank you so much, Sabrina, for joining us. And listeners, as you know, there will be a link in the show page, excuse me, I can't talk, show page directly to Sabrina's website. So again, thank you, Sabrina, because I know this is like a busy meeting and you have got to go on to the next client. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Sabrina? I know a lot of you are crafters, DIYers, so hopefully you receive some strategies that will definitely help you organize your craft space. So I just wanted to follow up with some tips from Taylor's Tip Time. Excuse my voice. Number one, decide on the type of craft and DIY that you really want to focus on because that will help you with the next thing which is the purging, because you want to get rid of anything that really doesn't focus on what you are passionate about. I used to be passionate about covering phone books, not phone books, I should say. I've gotten received a lot of phone books lately, so that's on my mind. Um, covering the photo albums. And with decorative, you know, I made them for weddings, for when babies were born, but nobody uses those photo albums anymore. So I stopped doing it, and all the supplies that I used to have for those things, I actually gave to somebody who is a crafter, but she does a different type of craft, but she could still use the supplies. So that is one of my tips as well. But then once you purge and you give away, then you want to organize what's left so you can find things the first time, things are accessible, things are easily labeled, and you will know what your inventory is so that you won't go out and buy something you already have. And then you just want to maintain, which means that when you are finished with your project, then you want to be basically put things back where they belong, clear your space. So then when you start that next project, you will be able to be more focused on what you want to create and not clearing up a lot of clutter. 
So hopefully you enjoyed those tips from Taylor's Tip Time. So the reason I said phone books was because recently I heard this noise on my front step and actually there were phone books. And it had been so long since I actually saw a phone book. And of course, you know, me being who I am, I actually recycled them. But that's why I've got the phone book on the brain because they dropped off about three or four of them on my step. So the next thing I wanted to just share with you, for those of you who may have a craft room, may have a space in your home and in your life, you're feeling a little overwhelmed, not sure how to get from point A to point B, then, you know, sign up for a free virtual session by clicking the link on my website, the orange button. And so we can discuss and see what strategies you need to take in order to get from clutter to clear. And sometimes you know what you're doing, you know what you need to do, but sometimes it's just getting those strategies that will help you along. I definitely want to thank you for following me via social media, for sharing, for liking, um, for commenting. Please continue to do so. Please continue to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Janet M. Taylor. And of course, I want you to also check out my Pinterest board and check out, I have a board specifically for the organized crafter. So it'll give you some ideas and some visuals on some of the things you can do with your space. If you haven't already done so, there is still time to sign up for my free webinar, which is Power Keys to an Organized You, January 29th from 8 to 8.45 Eastern Standard Time. There is a in this show page. And it's just going to be some strategies on how you can get organized, how you can work through the piles, how you can better manage your time. So please join me. Well, it's Monday here. Maybe it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday or Sunday when you're listening to this. And here's my Toss It Tuesday tip. And I want you to go into your craft space, your DIY space, get rid of the broken pencils, get rid of the dry brushes, get rid of the dry paint containers, whatever it is, get rid of those things that you no longer can use or need. My app suggestion for this week is SD. And that is a site, it's an e-commerce site focused on handmade and vintage items where you can get inspired, you might be able to get supplies, you might be able to sell your stuff. It's a great sell your stuff, but it's a great website and a great resource for you. My product suggestion is craft storage. There'll be a link in the show page so you can see all the different options available for you to organize your craft supplies and have them accessible. And for my repurpose, Check out my repurposed garden page because there are so many things you can use in your home or you may even come across that you can transform into a beautiful place for your indoor or your outdoor garden. My book selection for this week is Organize Your Mind, Organize Your Life. Train your brain to get more done in less time. And then my quote for the week is Creativity Takes Courage. So next month is February, and of course, to me, it's the love month, and we're going to be talking about how we can love our space by talking to an interior designer or how we can get some things better organized within our living space. And then, of course, we'll be talking to a company that goes around and actually takes our junk away from us and how they do that and so much more. So I want to just continue to Thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, as well as on your social media network. 
please be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, you have a clutter-free day. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.